You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the second season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Mark Gillespie. Mark is the president of TMI Energy Solutions in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's been active in IEC both at the local and national level, serving as the president of the Board of Trustees of IEC of Greater Cincinnati, the IEC National A&T Committee, and on the Executive Committee for IEC National, leading IEC as president of the association in 2015. I'm looking forward to our conversation today, Mark, and would like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current. Well, thank you so much, Spencer. I've been uh, anxiously awaiting your phone call and uh, our chat about this. Fantastic. Uh, this is my uh, first podcast ever, so uh, All right. I'm excited about the opportunity. Fantastic. Well, good, good. It, it's going to be a lot of fun um, and... and um, you know, we're uh, we're wanting to share back yeah a lot of uh, little tidbits of information um, and, and wisdom that you might have to be able to impart on the the rest of IEC Nation. So thanks for taking time with us today. You're welcome. Cool. Well, let's start way back. Um, tell, Mark, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and kind of lead us into how you found yourself into the position that you're in today. Well, that's that's uh, that's a great story, by yeah. the way, because yeah. I, uh, I I really believe I'm quite fortunate. Uh, yeah. Having grown up in uh, suburbs of Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. all my life, mm-hmm. um, living with uh, four brothers—or I'm sorry, three brothers and four sisters—so I came from a large family of eight, large Catholic family. Yep. Uh, Dad was in the HVAC business. Mom stayed at home and took care of all those kids, of course. Wow. And um, went to, went to Catholic parochial school through uh, through high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just a typical little kid, you know, wanting to go out and uh, play baseball, play football, yeah. you know, goof around with your friends, hang out, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those things that uh, that uh, made life enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, did uh, did fairly well in school. Mm-hmm. I won't say that I was the best student. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I uh, probably uh, daydreamed a little bit here and there and wasn't paying attention. Those are good but, things, uh, Mark. Those are good things. They are good things. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking the same things, Spencer. That's right. <laughs> But uh, so I uh, grew up in College Hill, so I uh, took an interest in uh, my dad's work. I worked with yeah. him a few times as a kid, and we'd go out on some of the uh, HVAC service calls yeah. and then uh, yeah. actually worked the summer in uh, the business that he worked in. And then, oh. um, you know, I was in, in high school, and then really I didn't have a plan to be an electrician when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, the circumstances that led me to the electrical trade, uh, you know, kind of played out. And, uh, of course, that's why I'm here today. You bet, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what happened was, is uh, my sister um, knew of a printing company uh, okay. that needed some maintenance help when I got out of high school. So I actually was hired on as a, as a, a maintenance help. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman that headed up the maintenance department was an electrician by trade. So he took me under his wing yeah. and uh, started teaching me electrical work while I worked in the, in the maintenance facility. And then I, of course, started doing electrical maintenance. Wow. Wow. So I Worked five years in this uh, printing facility, learned a lot about electric, learned a lot about troubleshooting, controls, uh, just many different things. But I had never had any formal training at Mm -hmm. that time. Yeah. So the formal training came through uh, an apprenticeship by that other association. Mm -hmm. And um, I I achieved my my apprenticeship. uh, Let's see, it was probably starting in probably 1978 Mm -hmm. through... 
1982. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a phenomenal apprentice. There was no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, I did exceptionally well in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, always uh, got the 90s or above. Yep. Uh, um, on the job site, uh, probably six months within my apprenticeship, I started understanding my own skill set compared to others that were in the trade. And even though they may have been a journeyman for a while, yeah. it was evident that uh, my skill set was um, above average. Understood. I don't mind saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, uh, to that point, I can remember being on job site one time and uh, this, the, uh, the union steward actually approaching me mm-hmm. and, um, and taking me off to the side and said, listen, Mark, he says, uh, you're doing a great job, but we got a problem. Yeah. He says, you're making everybody else look bad, so we'd really like you to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not the way Seems we work. Counter I have two, work, two work ethics. You know, yeah. I either work or I don't work. Right, it's right. No like dimmer switch here. Yeah, down. on or off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So um, that, that was, uh, you know, one of the many experiences I had while I was an apprentice. And yeah. then, uh, of course, uh, uh, graduated the apprenticeship program, was put in the place of uh, supervision and foremanship mm-hmm. of running some small projects for mm-hmm. a uh, – electrical contract and the the last project i ran before uh, my partner and i went into business in 1985 mm-hmm. was a, a large fire alarm installation in the federal courthouse in detroit michigan oh wow and it was a very eye-opening experience uh, working in the federal courthouse okay. uh, yeah. i was in charge of coordination so i met with every agency in the courthouse uh, you know the district court judges fbi uh, DEA, um, you name an agency, U.S. Marshals. I uh, got to work intimately with each department because I had to do all the scheduling. So yeah. it was a real interesting project. And uh, then we decided, um, you know, to start a business in the mid-80s. Things kind of slowed down. I was mm-hmm. uh, laid off for a little bit. And uh, uh, a guy I actually worked with, Tools, we uh, went into business and started TMI Yeah, 1985. Wow. Wow. So that's, you know, that's how you got to that point. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, we had yeah we had a recessionary period there, and, and especially in the construction industry in in the uh, the early '80s. So, um, you were you were starting off, and uh, yeah, you, it sounds like yeah you're getting laid off, and then yeah starting up your own business. Very, yeah. very bold time to to yeah, uh, two guys in a truck. Yeah, that's what it boiled down to <laughs> yeah. Wow, amazing, amazing. Um, it really yeah, is. Yeah, and it sounds like yeah a lot of lessons learned too. And that the, the courthouse piece is is interesting. So, and you said it was very eye opening. I'm I'm curious well, if yeah it, you could share it, a little more about eye opening from the fact that of course I had never worked in a federal government facility. Gotcha, so eye opening gotcha. on the uh, the way that they did things. I mean, it yep. was uh, contracting we, we process, etc. We yeah. were we were working while John DeLorean was on trial there. Oh in wow! The 80s yeah, for his cocaine charges. So it was kind yeah. of like say eye opening. Yeah. Um, at that time, and I, you know, this is pre nine one one. Yeah. Um, they actually gave me a key card, and I parked in the basement of the 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 courthouse. Okay, the the federal building where the federal court judges parked. Of course, they had really? left for the day, so we would park in the federal courthouse's uh, judges spot. I don't think that would happen today. Wow, amazing, amazing. Did did yeah. you were you parked next to uh, John Delorean's Delorean? As well, yeah, say lovey, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it was interesting because uh, uh there would be busts mm-hmm. while we were working there, and they'd really? be bringing people in in shackles. Yep, yep. Uh, you might work in a department that has uh, you know, the uh, ATF, yes, uh, we had to work in their vault where they had a lot of uh. Uh, everything different mm, types of shoes. weapons just all sorts of different types of weapons and then <clears throat> one night working in the dea we came in and guy was sitting at his desk with his re- uh, with his uh i guess he probably had a 45 or nine millimeters yeah. in there 
and he had stacks of cocaine on his desk, probably, you know, eh, 18 inches high, just wow. all over his desk. And uh, so, you know, it was, yeah, it was eye-opening. Very you know, interesting. You see how these departments, how they worked, and it was, it was really interesting. Wow, wow. Fascinating, fascinating. Well, that's that's cool. So, so, and yeah, you grew up in a big family, and and your father was a uh, HVAC contractor. Um, your your uh, mother was a, a um, stay stay at home caretaker, but she really had the full time job, didn't she? Eight kids. Oh goodness, Jeez. Actually, she did have a full time job. You My know, goodness. I think back on that, yeah. and um, uh, uh, I remember that I was always the first kid up in the morning. Uh huh. You know, so uh, I don't know if that's because I just always woke up early anyway, because I yeah. still wake up at 530 every yep. day. Yeah, gotcha. And um, so maybe I was the easiest to get up, so yep. she got me up first. Hmm. But, uh, you know, getting the chain of kids out the door, making sure everybody had lunches, Yeah. Um, you know, making sure we were taken care of well. And uh, I think back on it, and uh, we had a great family yeah. uh, environment. Very uh, blessed. Loving family, very, very blessed. kind. Yeah. Yeah. Just a uh, good-hearted people my dad uh, his biggest disappointment in me mm-hmm. was the fact that i didn't go into the hvac business he was so proud of the fact that his son had started a business that yep. was successful yeah uh, he passed away in 96 uh-huh. but uh you know he was just he would always say you know hey, i'm really proud of your son but why didn't you do hvac <laughs> so i could only imagine yeah you know when yeah. when he died we had uh it was prior to us being part of the iec yeah. so i could only imagine what he would think if he saw my business today that, yeah. Uh, yeah we're doing you know uh Ten million dollars worth of work in a year. Right. right. Um, you got forty employees. Yeah. You got this great training association. Oh, by the way, I didn't yeah. mention that uh, my dad. He got out of the HVAC trade, and then uh-huh. he actually was a instructor at a trade school in Cincinnati. No so kidding. He taught HVAC for ten years. Wow, that's great. So he actually finished his career as a as an instructor. Yeah. So uh, there's a little bit of a you know a, a bond there between absolutely. him and I uh, absolutely. because of my activity in the training our apprentices education side and, yeah uh, yeah yep so uh, he was a great man that's fantastic that's fantastic he was a bombardier he was a bombardier in world war 2 really um, yeah, he flew over the Philippines. Yeah, uh, actually had uh, some reconnaissance that he did over Hiroshima mm-hmm. uh, after you know after the war ended yeah. um, but uh, he was a he's a great man yeah wow did was he? Did he tell you stories of of uh, the war? Was oh, he a storyteller? Oh, Here's yeah. my favorite story. My yeah. dad told me. So he's he's riding a bicycle. He's on the Philippines at the base. He's uh-huh. riding a bicycle. Yeah. He turns a corner and he said, "I just about ran into General MacArthur with my bicycle." <laughs> he said, "I could only imagine what it'd been like if I were hitting." You know. So. <laughs> so, uh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. The other thing he, you know, the. It was the um, he, he was he he went into pilot school uh-huh. and uh, they took some of the better pilots and had them become bombardiers because yeah. the bombardiers were actually and I, I want to call it the Nordic bomb site I okay. think is what it was yeah. it was a secret weapon during World War II and it allowed the bombardiers to actually fly the plane so they could be more accurate on where the bombs would land on uh, you know where they would land on their targets yeah so, yeah so he said that uh, one time he put it down a smokestack of a uh, uh, a, a steamship at port. So Jeez. he said he dropped it right down the stack. Swish. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he had five kills is what he told me. Wow, wow, amazing. And uh, in in the family of eight, where were you in the... In the... I was I was the uh, number two son, number four child. Number two son, number four child. So uh, yeah, one older so brother, two older sisters. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Yeah, and it was interesting because, you know, being in the middle, you and of course, that didn't matter where you were in the sure. lineup of, of kids. Yeah. The family changed as time changed. You mm-hmm. know, when I was the youngest, yep. uh, it was totally different than when I was the oldest, and of course, then moved out of the house and, yep. you know, had brothers and sisters living there. Yeah. So the family dynamics were always uh, tight-knit family, Understood. still get together to this day, celebrating the family and life. That's terrific. That's terrific. And waking up at 5.30 in the morning when you were a kid, sounds like then, yeah, you, you rolled up the sleeves and... Helped your mom get the day going. Uh, we we all learned chores. That was for sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> which uh, comes in handy. Today absolutely, when I help absolutely. Right yeah, it, it's uh, it's not work. It's just life. It's just part of life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great, Mark. Well, well, thanks for sharing that. And I, I'm curious. You know, I mean, again, yeah, you you you've got an infectious energy, and and I want to talk a little bit about that. But what what is it that you really love about your career? Oh my. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to start with the basics and yeah. then uh, go into the, uh, you know, the heartfelt things. But the basics yeah. are uh, one of the things I always loved about my career was creating something and okay. then seeing the, uh, the finished product. The result, yes. Um, yeah. You know, uh, some of it's pretty simple stuff, but, uh, you know, maybe it's that new light fixture you just hung or, you know, you put some, uh, you know, specialty equipment in. Of course, uh, uh, often I was, uh, maybe there was a broken piece of equipment that I was able to fix. So I felt like the, uh, the hero, you know, type right, thing. Right. Um, you know, always uh, the uh, the finished product was probably, uh, you know, that uh, that was one of them. The challenge. Um, never saw a job I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, always had that attitude. Uh, and this goes back to really one of my first journeymen, and uh, he always told me. He said, "If you can't do it, they're going to find somebody who can." So of course, my attitude was, "Well, I'll be able to do it. You know, right. I can do this. Right. I can do that." So I always had that "I can do" attitude. Yes. Um, you know, if I wasn't the best, I was in the top two. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, pretty arrogant thoughts at, at, at a time, but uh, you know, when you're confident of your skill set, uh, it's really not arrogance. Absolutely. It's just a Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I really uh, I think that was the uh, the, the one thing. Uh, you know, now uh, you know it, it changes throughout the years, Spencer, as as mm-hmm. your career changes right. from your skill set uh, being with the tools and finishing something now. Yes. Uh, my skill set with uh, TMI involved in photovoltaics uh, across Ohio mm-hmm. is actually designing uh, PV arrays right. and then seeing my design come to life in a finished product that is uh, occupying multiple acres yes. and producing uh, megawatts of electric. Right. So it, it, that that is kind of the, the step one. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, you know, what do I like about that career? It's awesome. And then, of course, the, the, the overall thing, uh, what it's led me to do is develop some really great relationships along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that have become my friends, uh, some were my mentors, some I mentored. Yep. Um, the, the participation uh, in the IEC locally and nationally has afforded me uh, the great opportunity to uh, uh, do do three things. And um, these are the three simple things, and then mm-hmm. we can talk about the, all the other things. But yeah. uh, three simple things in my life, and I learned this from uh, – the gentleman who hired me when I was working up there in Detroit, yeah, uh, he said, if you can do these three things, and I, I, I believe I can do them in the IEC, he said, you'll be successful in anything you do. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. <laughs> he said, if you can do those three things, you'll be successful in everything. Yep. And you know what? There's so much truth to that. Yeah, there is. So, there um, is. You know, that, uh, that was uh, one of the words of wisdom that was shared with me, but... Uh, uh, I remember the people along the way that uh, that taught me. Uh, you know, I uh, remember uh, the people along the way that uh, 
um, had faith in me, encouraged me, um, supported me, mm-hmm. or maybe it was I was encouraging them and supporting them. I, right. I even, you know, to think about this as um, one of the rewards is that um, I have um, four competitors in Cincinnati that work for me as apprentices. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I figure that, uh, you know, I gave somebody a starting point in the career and right. they took it down the same pathway that I did, right. which right. is really exciting. You know, that, uh, I, I, I believe I mentored them into a uh, career that uh, has facilitated them to become a business owner and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and have enough, uh, yeah. opportunity in the electrical industry, but then right. also right. all the many young people that we've had come through the door and given them opportunities for careers, yeah. let alone, you know, the people that, uh, that work around me Absolutely. Uh, in my office or at the IEC, like I say, locally or nationally. So really those relationships. And of course we got to hit on this one. Um, you know, within the IEC, mm-hmm. there is a, a known thing called a forum group. Yes. And, of course, it's a peer group of uh, electrical contractors from around the United States right. and different markets right. that we get together. And uh, each forum group's a little bit different, but ours gets together and shares best practices, financial reviews, education. And I have really uh, uh, had some really great relationships with the forum group, uh, mm-hmm. people that are uh, uh, got my back. Uh, you know, yeah. people that check in on me regularly, uh, right. people right. that you want to hang around with, have a bourbon with. Right. Uh, right. Those types of things. That's terrific. That's terrific. So yeah. really, I mean, all-encompassing, all-encompassing. Yep. It's, it's been it fulfilling to you in a, a number of different ways from yeah, anything from seeing the product of, of what you create, solving those problems, feeling that 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 rush of of. Uh, of a miracle, performing a miracle, if you will, you know, or, or at least someone, someone else's view of a miracle of like, you let there be light, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the truth. That's why I think, you know, my, my crew really likes doing solar because I think they like the fact that we're no longer building something that consumes electric. We're actually right. building something that makes electric. Right, right. That's Har- a little bit cooler than it, something that consumes. Electric. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 uh, harnessing harnessing the the natural power of, of the the amazing and and uh, you know uh, empowering universe around us to, to be able yeah. to then, yeah help help our world it, to go. That's great. It is. It's pretty cool. But hmm. uh, yeah, hmm. I've been uh, quite fortunate um, and uh, and blessed throughout my lifetime. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Well, um, you know, we talked a little bit. Of, you, you talked a little bit about mentors there too. I mean, is there one or one or two people that really stick out in your career path that you could share a bit about uh, him or her? Well, Leo Turner, mm-hmm. uh, he mentored me and taught me skills in the electrical trade. The guy was a real hard ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and um, you know, uh, one of the things that Leo would do with me is he would show me how to do things. Yeah. He would look at me when he was done explaining to me. He asked me one simple question. Mm-hmm. Do you follow me? Yeah. And I had I had two opportunities as a response. There was a yes or a no. Yeah. If I said yes, I better had followed him and installed it as he asked me. Right. If I said no, he would take the time, show me again to make sure that I followed. Yeah. And uh, he was he was a, a great mentor. And yeah. once again, uh, he was the one that told me, if you can't do it, they'll find somebody who can. Gotcha. And uh, Leo was a, a great mentor. Was was and he then, also uh, the three things the the lead follow or or get out of the way or is that no, somebody else? Okay, he wasn't. okay. That was that was a different boss. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you a, a quick one on Leo. He, yeah, he was he was old school. Yeah, and um, you know he he, you know, if he had an issue with you, he'd get right up in your face. Yeah, 
and uh, it was no holds barred. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I never had that problem with him, but I saw him react to a lot of other people. I'm glad that uh, we had a working relationship yeah. because he was a son of a bitch at times. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, <laughs> it was a, a three-dimensional experience, it sounds like, or multi-dimensional. You can smell the coffee on his breath and, and uh, feel the spittle coming at you as the words were coming <laughs> there too, huh? <laughs> yeah, so, so he, he taught me how to not act. Also, so yep. I would look at that and say, "I'm never going to act that way." Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't <laughs> the, that isn't that fun. interesting? Isn't that interesting? When when yeah, yeah. There, there are people that yeah, you consider that you've learned from, and they've they've been a great. They're well rounded. You know, they are who they are, and and they can mm-hmm. be really hard and abrasive, but yet they can be tender in their mentorship of taking the time to be able to then show you how to do it and do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. But, and then, uh, yeah. you know, locally, uh, electrical contractor here in Cincinnati, who mm-hmm. we had a relationship, was yeah. uh, Denny, Denny Denier. Yes. Denier Electric. Yes. Of course, he was the second generation. Yes. And uh, now we know that uh, Steve and Danny are the, the third generation. Yeah. But um, Denny was uh, was a mentor of types because uh, you could have some great conversations with me. And uh, one of the things Denny told me, and I think this is why we've been successful in the uh, solar industry, mm-hmm is that he says, um, you know, talked about early adoption of yes. a, uh, something new mm-hmm. that you don't, you know, you don't have, you know, the early adopter is the one that's going to have the greatest opportunity for financial growth. Yep. Get ahead. And then yeah. once everybody yeah. jumps into it, it kind of levels out, the opportunity decreases, and then it becomes more competitive and uh, less money. But then he was always a, uh, uh, once again, another uh, IEC national president, right. local chapter president. Right. Uh, he was very involved in developing our chapter. Yes. And, um, you know, I always looked up to Denny. I uh, always felt like he was a, uh, you know, good-hearted man, loved his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, supported his local and national IEC um, for the longest times. And uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, him. Yeah. Uh, you know, was uh, one of the men I talked to prior to even throwing my hat in the ring to uh, participate. Is that right? On the uh, executive committee at oh, the National ABC. That's, that's great. Yeah, him uh, and another ex-president named Mike Colmeyer. So oh. I, I talked to Mike about it also. Yeah. And uh, the third one I talked to was Bobby Tudor. So yeah. uh, all gentlemen I had looked up to that some form in time they uh, all mentored me and uh, uh, helped me make decisions that uh, led to my career path and volunteer path. Absolutely. Surround yourself with with uh, the great titans of the industry. There is what you've done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, um, Mark, I want to shift gears a, a little bit here too, and, and not too far, but but I want to ask you a little bit about your thoughts on um, wisdom and knowledge, and if you see a difference between those two, or how do you define wisdom, and how do you personally define <laughs> knowledge? Well, this is a good one, Spencer. Yeah. Um. I believe knowledge comes first, mm-hmm. and yeah. knowledge is information yes. based on experience mm-hmm. and or fact right. and or logic. Right. Okay. Wisdom would be taking that information that you have mm-hmm. and whatever channel it's gone through and utilizing it for the best for all people. Yes. Including yes. yourself. Yeah. I follow you. So if you I have the knowledge, you. but you don't utilize it to assist, then you're not very wise. Right. And if you have knowledge and you can use it to uh, uh, build others up, um, and or maybe uh, uh, keep yourself out of a jam. It doesn't yeah. always have something about building others up. Sometimes wisdom is what protects us from uh, uh, doing something that may uh, uh, 
uh, hurt ourselves and or others. Right. Uh, so, right. Uh, you know, really paying attention. Yep. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, sometimes I believe wisdom comes from uh, uh, being prayerfully connected mm-hmm. with uh, with our God. Yes. So, uh, you know, assist in uh, helping me make choices. Yes. But, uh, you know, here I'm going to segue out of this since you asked me this. One, yeah. of the, one of the things I do in my life is I call it the ABCs, mm-hmm. uh, Spencer. And um, <clears throat> a, a stands for an activating event. B stands for a belief system. Mm-hmm. And C stands for a consequential action. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. So everybody runs into activating events all day long. Based on your belief system is how you're going to react to that, and yes. that's going to be the consequential action. Yes. And the, the one I bring up is really simple as you're driving in traffic, mm-hmm. uh, somebody cuts you off. Your belief system is nobody should ever cut you off. So you get enraged, you give the guy the finger, he does something back. Shake your you're fist, yeah, your, 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 your blood pressure's all gone. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you can screw things up. Right. The, the, you can change the B in that, the belief system says, hey, people make mistakes, right. people are in a hurry, you know, nobody got hurt, no big yep. deal. Yep. So instead of shooting them the finger, you you know kind of give them the peace sign and say, yep. no problem. Yep. Uh, nothing escalates. Life is peaceful. Yep. Everybody gets to where they're going. Right. Um, often we can become our own enemies based on our own belief systems. Right, right. And, yeah, and the consequences of, of making a, a, a conscious choice like that have different right. physiological effects as well as then yeah, reinforcement of take it easy. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, yeah, don't don't overreact, belief, you know, to yeah, things. It's, it's not all about you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so that's it. It's not all about us. And yeah. it's, you know, one of the things, and I think uh, one of the wisdom, one yep. of the things I've learned is yeah. treat people how you want to be treated. Yes. Yeah. And I want to be treated with respect. You know, yeah. I, I want to be loved. Right. I want to be liked. Yeah. Um, you know, not everybody can be liked. And I don't expect that everybody would like me, but, uh, you know, I want to be, uh, you know, Thought of as, yeah, I like, I know Mark. He's a nice guy. Right, right. I know Mark. He'll do, you know, he'll help you out. Yep, yep. So I think uh, one of the parts of wisdom is, uh, you know, treating people how you'd like to be treated, regardless yeah. of how you get treated. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Rise, rise above on all, on all occasions, right. you know. Right, take well, the high road. Yeah, well, that's great. I, I, I love it, and I, I follow your, yeah, your, your delineation there between the two, and I think that you're, you're spot on. Um, from from uh, you know from the way I see things in the world too, and and uh, maybe that's why we're we're so uh, so well connected, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> so. we are kindred spirits. You know that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, and I want to ask you too. I mean, again, yeah, you you just have an infectious energy, and and just you know, it's just a joy to be around. I think that that people do people gravitate to you. You 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 are hardworking, dedicated. You're passionate. You're you're very talented and smart and driven, but but you also have this genuine authenticity, and and this uh, this positivity and, and charisma. Um, about you that that just is is natural and it's just kind of like a a, a continual burning flame <laughs> that's there oh, thanks um cool. no that's no thank you thank you it, it's it's i'm I'm just making an observation mark <laughs> I appreciate um but but I want to ask you how do you how do you stay positive what what are what do you think are the the choices to then the the ABCs to be able to then in your life, Stay positive in in a world in which then you know continually challenges us. What are your strategies to maintain a positive outlook? That's a that's that's a that's a, a good one. When I look at that, I have to think so deeply on that yes. level. 
Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of negative things that do happen, a lot of things that can uh, sidetrack you. Right, sure. Um, but I think it first starts with um, um, my belief in God mm-hmm. and uh, you know, his power over uh, the universe yes. and, and in my life and how I've been uh, uh, fortunate to uh, be blessed by him over and over again. Yes. And then I, I do uh, compare my lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, to to that of what I see in the world. Yeah. And, and I know that uh, the way that I live, the opportunities that I have, uh, what's been uh, uh, given to me or what I've worked hard for mm-hmm. is uh, far above what 99% of the people in the world probably yeah. have. Right, right. Which allows me to kind of fall back and kind of contemplate yeah. uh, how fortunate I am in yeah. life. Grat- gratitude, um, yeah. yeah. You know, I've got loving people around me to mm-hmm. support me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, honestly, it, it's, it, 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 there's an ebb and flow to that. And even though I've had some, uh, you know, I've been through two divorces, mm-hmm. uh, both my parents have passed away. I've mm-hmm. lost a sister, yeah. uh, I had an ex-wife that struggled with cancer mm-hmm. and don't think I haven't cried out to, uh, to God in, in pain at those times. But, yeah. um, what keeps me positive is, is, uh, is my hope in myself and my hope in others. Mm. Um, I, I do see the good things that go on in life. Yeah. Um, I see the blessings. Uh, I see the, I see creation all around me. Mm-hmm. I see, uh, you know, uh, the, this, the life of a uh, new baby. Oh, I got a new granddaughter. Yes. I got a grandson wow. and granddaughter. Oh. And that's always exciting. That's you know, fantastic. seeing new life. And, yeah. And, um, the other thing I contemplate is, is, um, the day that I step off this planet and I'm no longer here. Mm. And I don't know what that time frame is. Right. And I want right. to make sure that I live every day. Hmm. Um, that I don't have any regrets. No. I, I love life. I love the people that I live with and and hang around with. And yeah. I uh, you know, want to share joy. There, but also, you know, there's enough screwed up stuff in the world um, that we don't need another screwed up person to add yeah. to it. I yeah. figure, you know, that <laughs> bring a smile to somebody's face or enlighten yeah. your day or make you feel better or hold the door or let you over into the fast lane. I, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. I can do to, uh, uh, you know, support, uh, um, peace and happiness in the world. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I think that comes from a real strong inner peace, yes. uh, Spencer, that, yeah. uh, you know, there's something within me that just has a, uh, a level of peace, no matter what my circumstances are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and they probably can't explain it, yep. you know, sometimes, Understood. but I think there's, there's just a well of peace within inside of me. Yeah. Um, a well of gratitude. I think yeah. that's another thing that helps me out as I'm so, uh, uh, gracious and and yeah. I'm just so thankful for the things that I have, the yeah. people that are in my life, yeah. like yourself, yeah. like so many of the oh, people I've you. met through the IEC. Yeah, and um, you know I've got uh, beautiful children, beautiful grandchildren, um, financially mm. secure, and I know not everybody's financially secure, and that doesn't yeah. give you uh, um, peace from the heart, sure. but it sure can, yeah. you know, makes life a little bit simpler when you're not thinking about those types of things. Yep, yep. And then, you know, I, I did spend time in third world countries mm-hmm. and seeing how the real poor of the world live Yes, uh, with skids, blue tarps, and corrugated metal. Right. And don't have electric. Right. Uh, they don't have toilets. Don't have crap water. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have water. You know, so I, I've mm. seen how people live and uh, I kind of embrace humanity and, mm-hmm. and everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, have a diverse group of friends. Um yeah. You know, different colors, different shapes, different sizes. Yeah, yeah. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. I think those are some of the things. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, three most important things in your life right now. Oh, you know what's interesting? And, of course, I'm, I'm going to leave God off this list because he's mm-hmm. always important. Yes. I'm going to leave it. Right. But uh, I've rearranged my uh, priorities after having a uh, um, what I will refer to as a near-death experience mm-hmm. uh, when I had uh, perforated diverticulitis last yes. year. Yes. So if you'd asked me this uh, uh, 13 yeah. months ago, because mm. it's just about different. a year since that happened. It would have been a different, different, different yeah. than today. Yeah. Yeah. So right at the top of my list is me. Mm-hmm. And I had decided to put me there and my self-care and what am I going to do with the rest of my career and then, of course, uh, into my retirement. So mm-hmm. I put me up there so I could start uh, looking at my uh, pathway and steps to, yes. uh, uh, you know, further my lifeline. Yep. And then, of course, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna group my, um, my family, my mm-hmm. wife, my kids, uh, the grandkids, my brothers and sisters uh, right next to that. Yep. And then, honestly, the third one would be the other people around me. Yeah. Yep. So those would be the top three. Now, work comes in after that. Work's yep. still important, but uh, when you start asking me that, uh, I, it's something that I have been thinking of recently and sharing with others mm-hmm. that my top priorities have changed, and that's what they were. One, yeah. two, three. Gotcha. What, yeah. what? So if I could ask, you know, 13 months ago, what was not on that list? Well, you know, work would have been probably the highest priority on yeah, that list. That's, that's, and then, that's what um, I, I was probably, yeah, 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 work would have been the highest priority. Um, tasks, when I got home, might have been a higher priority than my relationships with people. Yeah. And then people, and then me was you know, a little bit further down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't probably taking care of myself, as I should have, and yeah. um, learned about a lesson. Yeah. And um, now that's really changed. Yeah. And bicycling is in there somewhere. I didn't mention cycling, but you know, I got a really nice uh, yes uh, uh, bicycle that yeah, I I'm like to ride. Je- uh, I'm jealous of all the time in the saddle yeah. that you get. Uh, yeah, By the way, uh, you can yeah. you can throw that into how do I gain peace of mind? Uh, ride 45 miles on your bicycle. And yeah. Don't tell me how you feel. Oh yeah. You know, just uh, exhilarated, even though try, you're tired. Try to be aggravated uh, at the end of a nice bike ride. Yeah, it's no, impossible to to get mad through a giant smile and and satisfaction yeah. across your face. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you you feel the pain, but you feel good about the Absolutely. pain. Absolutely, you, know, you earn it. It's just weakness leaving the body. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It kicks and streams as it leaves sometimes, but yeah, you get through. Yeah, it, it does. It might it might kick and scream for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, that's and and I can I, I think I yeah I understand and yeah I mean you you did go through a very difficult and trying um, challenge with with uh, the divert- diverticulitis and and um, yep. and yeah so very grateful that that uh, you came through. You're here with us. Um, you're you're strong as ever and and um, yeah it's, sharing that piece, Mark is is great too of of just kind of the reprioritization. Because um, it sounds like it had a, a just a, a tremendously profound effect on yeah what what was important what oh, was important gracious, then yes. and 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 you know this big big you had it all stacked up and and this big bowling ball of uh, of yeah God's intervention and into <laughs> whatever whatever challenges before us knocked it all down and then you've reprioritized since then and and. Um, Put yourself, your family, and and those that you surround yourself with, um, before some of those things that that were, you know, that lead pin, um, so to speak. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. It it will shake you up. It will change your perspective. And yeah. you know, the good news is I had a uh, 
a lot of people behind me encouraging yes. me, praying for me. Yeah. We had a sergeant that was just out of this world. She was just a wonderful, uh, mm. uh, I call her a young lady, but she's probably in her 40s. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, just everything that went. And then, of course, you know, it wasn't something that just happened. Yeah. Uh, I had worked really hard at my recovery, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having a colostomy for six yeah. months and then yeah. having a second surgery where, uh, you know, they, when your scar just starts uh, healing, they cut it open again and put you back together. Put you back, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, of course, then I marvel at all the technology and, you know, how they did everything. And, mm-hmm. of course, uh, you know, I had worked real hard to be in good shape prior to my second surgery, and mm-hmm. uh, it paid off. Uh, when the doctor tells you that most people are in the hospital between five and ten days, and mm-hmm. you get out in four days, you know you did something right. You did something right, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I kind of equate that to now preparing myself for life is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I've, I've always talked about this, but sometimes I haven't adhered to it in my own life, but okay. what you put into things, put into, you know, yeah. whatever you put into your relationship, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Yeah. The more you put into your uh, uh, your business, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Right. The more you do with your association, you mm-hmm. know, I see, yep. the more you do, the more you get out of it. Yeah. And it's just uh, so true in every aspect of life. And the more I take care of myself, the more I get out of it. And yeah. um, I looked at that when I was having my second surgery, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to work really hard at being in the best shape that I can be yeah. prior to this so that the outcome is much better. The best of course, that it can um, be. Yeah. My recovery happened quick. Yeah, yeah. And That's then, uh, you know, I went from uh, not being able, not really riding my bike a whole lot to, uh, you know, getting in, uh, you know, 600 miles over the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. That's great. Yeah, except I really wouldn't get a thousand in, so I'm still 400 short. Yeah. Do do you <laughs> are you do you ride in indoors at all, or are you know like kind of those Peloton I, I, things? I do anything? have a indoor yeah. setup that yep. I can do indoor, but I really like outdoors. Yeah, There's just something about yeah, uh, yeah. scenery going by me that mm-hmm. uh, really relaxes me and yeah. allows me a lot of time to contemplate to think. Yep. The, the, and I think that's one of yeah. the other things is uh, uh, spending time contemplating. Yes. Um, you know looking at your life, yeah. thinking about things, and then not only just thinking about them, but then, you know, take some action and, yeah. and act upon the things we think about. Absolutely. Back to uh, knowledge and wisdom. Yep, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that time for contemplation. And and mm-hmm. I think cycling, I'm, I'm a runner and a cyclist, and, and uh, I think that, that it's a moving meditation in a way. You know, it, it is. It gets your wiggles out. You know, it gets you. <laughs> it gets your your blood flowing in the right ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel self confidence because it's something that you accomplish. Something that usually is it's mind over matter. I mean, let's face it. All of us, you know, have that that uh, you know, like oh, you know, I don't feel like doing it today or whatever. And you oh, re- yeah. you reprogram that thought because there's not there's not a day in which then I regretted ever doing a workout. You know, ever no. ever going for a ride or going for a run or whatever, and and then that time that you give yourself to be able to then noodle through different, I don't know, what, wherever you're at in, in life, you know that con- that contemplative moment then just helps mm-hmm. to benefit you in, in in so many different ways. So it's oh, it does. It's you know, it's funny yeah. you say that. I, I do that too because yeah. you know my brain is saying, oh turn around now you don't have to do that other right 10 right miles. right and my legs are saying oh you can do more than 10 just keep going or yeah. I, you know at the bottom of that hill looking up my head saying oh why don't you just walk up and my legs are saying right. get up this hill no problem right 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 exactly <laughs> exactly that's great so, so that's, that's great. actually yeah. yeah sometimes it's matter over mind yeah yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, it's 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 great that yeah. So I mean, this is a wonderful conversation, and and I want to kind of thread back into um, a little bit about the electrical industry, and then where you see things headed in the future. Um, 
because it, it's been rapidly changing, you know, Mark. Oh, it is rapidly it's, changing, and, and it's it's uh, it's fascinating, and and um, you know, I think that there's a lot of you know new practices and technology is is uh, really disrupted a lot of our job sites. Um, back to back to you know solar photovoltaics and and what you guys have been doing too. I mean, you you were early adopters um, within that uh, technology as it got into play. You know, ten ten years ago or so. Um, uh, and uh, and have had tremendous success at, at doing that, um, award-winning projects, giant projects, um, and and really you know inspiring in so many different ways. Um, if you if you look into your crystal ball, and I I think you're the type of guy that probably has one. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you you Don't see you're you're, you're, you're an oracle. You see into the future. I know this. Um, <laughs> what where do you think you know what what is the next five 10 years within our industry, what does that look like? I mean, how do you see things changing, trends, technology, et cetera? You know, that, 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 that is uh, uh, interesting because I, I have been looking at some trends and, you yeah. know, of course, uh, we've moved pretty much into uh, almost uh, completely doing solar. We still do yeah. some industrial work and uh-huh. a little bit of service work and take care of our base customers. But, um, and, and I just see so much uh, additional technology out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the way things are going now with um, uh, power over Ethernet, yes, uh, um, DC power mm-hmm. um, Direct, being yeah. widely used. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm seeing uh, opportunities where there'll be more and more DC installations. Interesting. And in uh, in in particular, because mm-hmm. uh, you know we're we're taking and making DC, changing it to AC. Right. Sending it out in AC and then changing it back to DC again. Right, right. So I think that there'll be some uh, some big changes on uh, what you see there in, in powering homes and mm-hmm. businesses too. Yeah. Uh, I also see, um, you know, the uh, uh, technology changing with uh, uh, types of installations, the type of tools that are being used in the mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the industry. You know, there always seems to be some. Uh, um, you know, I think last year we purchased a tool that actually strips wire. Yeah. As opposed to the guy has to get out his pocket knife and or uh, razor right. knife and, right. and cut, you know, the jacket off and then whittle away and make sure you don't touch the conductors. Now they right. have a tool that you just slide over the top of it and, boom, um, you boom, know, boom. So, yeah. But, yeah. those are the kind of things that will, uh, lengthen the lifespan of an electrician in his trade mm-hmm. because it's not as hard on his body. But I do see, I do see technology having, uh, a, a big change, um, in the devices, yeah. um, the lighting, you know, the equipment that we install. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news there is you're always going to need electricians to install this stuff. You're always going to need electricians to wire these things. Yeah. So there's always going to be careers for the electricians while we start installing the robotics that replace other people. Mm-hmm. And you'll start seeing more mm-hmm. robotics. And you, of course, you probably already know that. You're yes. seeing more and more robotics yep. uh, utilized in, in, you know, in lieu of having a person there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'd say you know the most changes I see will be uh, tech technology related. And yeah. It's going to require people with an additional uh, skill set. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, but we still need, you know, you need the uh, the, the the workers that uh, mm-hmm. you know to run the pipe to uh, excavate the trenches, yep. put the transformers in, and you know all the associated work. But yeah. you're also going to need a a higher skill set that can understand the technology and the programming with the. Uh, uh, these systems that continue mm-hmm. to uh, uh, become more and more 
uh, technologically advanced. Right, and, and integrated too. They're all you know integrated yeah. together. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Huh. That's great. That's great. Well, um, last question. I, I want to ask. Um, you know, is is there a wisdom that you would impart to yourself if you're able to climb into that? Uh, a DeLorean, but this time the DeLorean has a flux capacitor <laughs> to go back in time. Um, you know, when back to when you were, you know, early on in your career, when you were first starting, and back to, you know, knowledge, you know, and the knowledge base that you had at that time, but but imparting some sort of wisdom onto a, a younger version of yourself, what do, what do you think you might say? Oh, goodness. Stay the course. Stay the course. Yeah. Stay the course. It'll serve you, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought about keeping your nose at a grindstone, but that sounds too painful. Let's just yeah. stay the course. Stay the course. <laughs> yeah. You're on the yeah. right you're on the right track, kid. Yeah, you're life, on the right track. Life is great. You're blessed. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Don't don't yeah. don't sweat the small stuff there. <laughs> yeah. Just put your That's head great. down when you go through the fire. Love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Mark, um, thank you. Thank you. It's, this is a, so a, a blessing and, and a gift that you've you've given all of us well, uh, to I share. Do, I do have one one yeah. one thing I'd like Please. to say before we yes. sign off. Absolutely. And that's uh, uh, first of all, I really appreciate the opportunity to serve in the IEC. Yes. Of course, that goes back to a whole other uh, uh, belief in my life that we are here to serve others, yes. and that yeah. much has been given to you, then much is expected. Right. But uh, the opportunity to serve locally and nationally and meet people like yourself mm-hmm. and uh, some of the great uh, other you know, contractors, members, uh, uh, industry partners, and the mm-hmm. people that I've met in this industry that have reached out to me that have, uh, you know, and bought me dinners, bought me drinks, and right. and just uh, all around just uh, sat and chatted about life and yeah. shared their experiences. And it's been a great opportunity, and this uh, uh, podcast has been kind of fun. So yeah, absolutely. I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. So thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. Um, okay. Very inspiring and... and um, yeah, a, a true blessing for for those of us that are listening here. So, yeah, um, and want to thank all of our listeners out there too. This has been another yeah. installment of the second season of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.